Hey guys, Josh Hatcher from Manlyhood.com. Listen, it's Spiritual Sunday, that part of the week where we're going to dig in and we are going to talk about some spiritual things. We're going to talk about God. We're going to talk about what it means. And today is a special day because it's Easter. So the word Easter is not necessarily a Christian word, uh, but it's referring to a holiday that we Christians celebrate this time of year, every year. And you'll notice that the date of Easter changes. You ever notice that it's not the same every year? It's because they're trying to base Easter on uh, the Jewish calendar and when things happened so that uh, that date kind of moves with it. But it's always going to be on a Sunday because we chose to uh, honor it on the day that it happened, which would have been the third day after Jesus was crucified. Something amazing happened. Uh, the title of this message, the title of this uh, little snippet is called No Ordinary Zombie. And I know that you guys have heard uh, stories about I mean, zombies are all the rage right now, right? You know, rising up from the dead and going into town and eating people. And whether it's a flesh-eating disease that they get, like rabies or something, or whether they are zombies because of some supernatural thing that's caused them to rise from the dead, we see this idea of death to life. Only with zombies, it's not fully life. They're not fully alive, and they're less than human. So that's why on all the zombie video games, you can... In movies, you can shoot them with a gun and blow them up because they're not human anymore, right? They've turned into monsters. Um, the, the idea of a zombie is uh, actually popular in African culture and then uh, brought to America by uh, slaves who then freed. And then uh, through the migration to Haiti, especially, there's a lot of uh, zombie mythology where they have um, supposedly given people some kind of potion and then they their body acts like it's dead they bury them and then they come back to life and uh you know everybody kind of views them as in this mystical uh mystical and powerful they were once dead but now they're alive concept I, I don't know how true any of that is but i do know that there is a resurrection there is a once was dead and now is alive that happens that i think we need to think about more that's what happened with Jesus. They crucified him. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of people that say, well, he didn't really die. They put him in the ground, and he was still alive, and then they brought him back to life. The story of Jesus, and when we read the story of the crucifixion, when they say that they pierced his side and there was blood and water that flowed out, that happens when you're dead. That doesn't happen when you're still alive. It's written in there because that's supposed to be proof that he actually did die. It's supposed to answer the question, did he really die? The other thing that happens is when you were on the cross, you actually die from suffocation because you're trying to pull yourself up uh, and eventually your lungs fill up with fluid and then you lose the strength to pull yourself up and they fill up with fluid and you actually drown in your own fluid, which is the fluid that came out when they stabbed him. So what they would do is after so long, the guys, the people would get tired of pulling themselves up to breathe on the cross and the Roman soldiers would break their legs. There was an old prophecy about Jesus that said not, not a single one of his bones would be broken. And that is true. Because at the crucifixion, instead of breaking his legs, they saw that he was already dead. So they didn't break his legs. Which is, again, mentioned in the historical record of the Gospels. They didn't break his legs because he... The reason why they didn't is because he was dead. They didn't need to. They could tell he was dead. So they took his body off the cross. Uh, one of his followers was like a... A rich man's name was Joseph of Arimathea. Joseph was like, hey, put him in my tomb. 
So they wrap his body up, they clean it up, they put it in the tomb, and it was tradition and custom to kind of keep going back and refreshing the spices uh, and things that they would put on the body to help preserve it. And so the women that followed Jesus went to see him, and they get there, and there's these angels, and they're like, what are you looking for the living among the dead? Because he's alive, he's risen. And, uh, and one of the, the women actually had kind of gone off and was crying, and Jesus actually showed up and spoke to her. The first person that actually saw Jesus was a woman, which honestly is a big deal, because in that culture, women were not highly valued. Jesus kind of broke the mold and valued women, which I think is a really cool thing, because I think a lot of times we men can tend to be, we cannot honor and value women rightly. I think Jesus set a good example there. But he went to this woman and he said, go tell disciples so not only did he visit her but then he sent her out and uh, here's the bottom line he rose from the dead and a lot of people saw it afterward a lot of people saw it to the point where it's a matter of historical record outside of the Bible that these people saw Jesus raised from raised from the dead they, they saw him alive after he was killed and you know they made up all kinds of stories to try to explain it away but they saw it Hundreds of people saw him, and it caused a revolution. And the people that saw him, many of those early, especially like the 12 apostles that we hear about, uh, they saw him after he rose from the dead. And then those people then went on, many of them, to be martyred, to give their lives. I, I want to ask you a question. If I had made it all up, right? If I made up the sto a story, do you think I would be willing to die for something I made up? Would I die for a lie? No. I might die for a lie that I believe, but if I made it up, I know that it's not true. So these people that saw Jesus and are telling people that Jesus is alive are given the opportunity, you need to, to say that this isn't true and worship the one true Roman emperor as God and we'll let you live. And they're like, no, I know Jesus. I saw him die. I saw him raised from the dead and I'm not recanting. And they didn't and they were killed, which speaks volume about that truth that Jesus rose from the dead. Here's where it comes down to us, okay? The power of the resurrection lives in us. That's, uh, Paul wrote about that. It, it, basically, it just says that the same power that rose, raised Jesus from the dead now lives in us. Why are we okay with living a life that is not fully alive? Why are we okay with staying stuck in our destructive cycles and patterns? Why are we okay with not living a life that does great things? Why are we okay with being angry people? Why are we okay with being people that aren't satisfied with our life and that aren't good fathers? Why are we okay with that? We've been given the power literally to rise from the dead. And according to the Bible, one day we will. Whether we die and meet Jesus in heaven right away or whether uh, it happens in, you know, when prophecy all unfolds, we're going to be with Jesus. We're going to rise from the dead. Our bodies will be raised up and turned into new. That will happen. What about here and what about now? What about this moment? The Bible talks about us being dead to sin and then raised to new life in Christ. It's the whole picture of baptism. We're dunked under the water and we're brought back up because we're saying, I am dead to my old life and I'm walking in resurrection. How awesome is that? How awesome is that that you can say goodbye to your past you can say goodbye to all these things that are less than. 
and you can walk in, in a life that is new. That gets me excited. So I want you to think about that this Easter. This is not about candy. This is not about bunnies. This is not about spring. This is about resurrection. Dead things coming back to life. No ordinary zombies either. We're talking about full life. In fact, better life. Do you have that? Do you want that? I want it for you. If you got questions, feel free to shoot me a message. You can email me at mail at joshhatcher.com or uh, reach out to me here where you're watching this video with a comment or just, just shoot me a private message if you want. I'd love to talk to you about it more. I'm hoping I can help you through some things and we can point you to some people who can help you through, through some things. But what I don't want for you is I don't want you to be okay with a life that is less than. I don't want you to be okay with a life that is dead when you've been promised the opportunity to walk in resurrection. I love you guys. Happy Easter. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for watching. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. And you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Our manly theme music is from Austin Sterling and also from Mark Cruz. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.